Revolution Sports Podcast. This is your host, Tyler Wood. Thank you for joining us today on this Tuesday morning. This is the political edition of the Revolution Sports Podcast. If you listened last week or if you've already listened to our sports episode today, we have gone into a new format where we are keeping both politics and sports on separate episodes now. I mean, it's still same episode number. It's just in two different podcasts. I guess you'd say shows. That way it's easier for you to be able to get what you want. If you want just sports, you can go to just sports. If you want just politics, you can go to just politics. It's not going to hurt my feelings, whichever one you pick. We just hope you listen to either one of them. And if you like both, which we would prefer you to listen to both because it's obviously we're trying to get content out there for everybody and it helps us grow as well but like i said you can pick and choose what you want that's completely fine with us our whole point here is to help you get the information that you want that you need to be able to know and also be able to do it do it as easy as possible so this makes that even easier for y'all makes it more accessible that way you just want politics want to know what's going on you can hit just the politics one and you can get right into it don't have to skip don't go have to have to go to the end because the other way we were doing it we had politics just at the end of our episode and you kind of have to skip to the end and i mean it's kind of funny we do live in a world where people just don't want to just skip to the end or kind of do stuff like that so just want to make it more accessible to people so that way it, it is easier i mean i can understand i i do the same thing sometimes when i come to you know watch stuff i'll skip through stuff so this just makes it more i guess you'd say it just makes more sense to do it this way so uh, hope everyone likes the new setup because this is the way we're going to do it from now on. Just makes it easier, helps me keep things separate as well, and makes it just easier to manage overall. So, this is the new format. Hope you like it. It's just all politics in this episode. But so, with that said, gonna kind of jump into what's going on. I don't know how long exactly this is going to be. It's not going to go too long, but going to have a couple of stories to talk about. But uh, there's right now. We've got a lot going on, but it's kind of just very repetitive when it comes to political stuff. And I know that's. That's funny to say because it's just we have that happen a lot, but it is the truth. When you look at it, we're kind of dealing with the same issues that we've dealt with. We're still dealing with the just absolute craziness of the Biden administration and them trying to pass their their reconciliation bill that they're trying to slam through now, their socialist bill, I call it. And so same story. I mean, same story with that going on. You got COVID obviously still going on. And, I mean, there is some new revelations. Obviously, we're going to talk about it. We got some new stuff with Fauci, and we got some new stuff with, with what the Biden administration is doing. But it's just a lot of the same stuff. So I try to find new stories, kind of break some stuff down for you. So sometimes that's why you'll see our our political show. It'll run a little bit longer if there's a lot going on. It'll run a little bit shorter if there's not too much going on. And, I, I mean, I know there's a lot of shows out there that can go for three, you know, three hours during a day, two, three hours, and break stuff down for you. And that's that's good. And I listen to a lot of them. To me, though, I just a lot of them are very repetitive, and that's not what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to give you some new stuff, and so that's the whole point. Why we have both, so a way you can either that way you can listen to sports and you can listen to politics. I don't want to be repetitive, so I'm just you know I just want to give you just a little bit. If there is just a little bit, let you know what's new, what's going on, what you need to know. And there's going to be some days where I have just a whole subject we'll break down, and I'm working on a couple of things right now when it comes to that. So, like I said, I just want to keep things new, keep it fresh kind of keep you up with what's going on some of it like i said is repetitive because it is the same stuff but it does tie into some new stuff so just bear with me if it seems repetitive but 
With that said, though, first one up, this is definitely new because this just came out Friday night, and it's funny because the Biden administration continues to release stuff on Friday afternoon. Everyone's already gone home. Everyone's not dealing with stuff like this. They just go home ready to relax, and they keep releasing stuff late at night. It's the same reason why they continue to fly immigrants in late at night because they want their deeds to be done in the dark. They don't want people to know what's going on. They don't, I mean, they had a release with this. That's, I mean, about the best they can do. It's just a short Twitter release. They don't have a speech on it. If it was so, if it's as important as they try to make it out to be in this speech, or in this, in this, uh, I guess you'd say in this act that they're doing, they would have a press conference on it. It would be a big deal. It'd be all over the news. You don't have that because they try to do this type of stuff where you don't see it, so you don't know the craziness of what's going on completely. And so that's exactly why they do stuff like this. And this one was called the National Gender Strategy. And just some dis- different aspects of it that you have here. You have, out well, here, let me just read a little snippet of it real quick. It says, President Biden and Vice President Harris believe that advancing gender equity and equality is fundamental to every individual's economic security, safety, health, and ability to exercise their most basic rights. So this whole thing boils down to just equality and equity when it comes to these, whatever you like to call them, I mean, this LGBTQT, whatever you call it. I like to call them the alphabet army. That's just what, it, to me, what it is. They're just a bunch of people that, to me, and this can hurt your feelings. I do not care. This show is not about appeasing to anyone, appealing to anyone. That is not what this is about. I believe these type of people, when they go this type of route, they do have, they, to me, they have a mental disorder. They need help. That's just the way I see it. They're not right in the mind. If you want to identify as something other than what you are, it legit makes no sense whatsoever. I don't care how you feel. I don't care if you're a boy and you feel like a girl. I don't care if you're a girl and you feel like a boy. That's not how this works. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And to me, it's always hilarious because the party that identifies with science, the Democrats, and these crazy people that you know agree with this type of stuff, those same people that say they're the party of science somehow think that a boy can magically become a girl or that just because you have boy parts and you want to be a girl, you can magically just decide to be just decide to be a girl. That's not scientific at all. That's like my I'll give you an example. My wife, she's taken she's taken a course in in her school studies and she was talking to me about something that was in there about how there and she showed me the video because it was absolutely insane. So it kind of ties in with what I'm talking about here. There's this mother. She just had a baby. The baby is obviously a girl, but they have said that this baby is gender fluid, that they will let her decide her gender. Okay, so the the school question in the book was, how does this video show that this is an acceptable way of life or something that, you know, this is something that should be accepted, it's normal, it should, you know, it should be accepted into socialization, all that type of stuff. And I just told her, I said, where does it show scientifically, where does it show facts that this is something that is actually true, that shows that you can trans, your, your gender can be picked, or that you can actually be, I mean, that you can actually change genders. And obviously my wife agrees with me on this type of stuff. I was just telling her this is something that you should, you know, that she should put in her stuff because it just, it, you, there's no scientific fact to back it up. The lady kept talking about, we feel this way and we feel this way, th- that way. Well, let me tell you this. Facts don't care about your feelings. I'm just being completely honest with you. Like I said, I don't care if it hurts your feelings. If it hurts your feelings, turn this off. This isn't for you. But you cannot just magically change stuff because you just want it to be that way or you, because you feel that way. Well, just because I feel like... I want more money, it doesn't magically mean I get more money. That's just not how it works. I mean, your feelings don't change how stuff is. Your feelings are just feelings. That's all they are. 
facts are what actually matters. And here, you cannot just magically change this type of stuff. So here you have a Biden, the Biden administration. That is, this is part of their Build Back Better agenda, more like globalization Build Back Better agenda, that they're now trying to push where they're trying to advance equality and equity when it comes to these to these two, well, to this group, to all these people that want to have different genders and all that type of stuff. Anyways, um, well, here's another thing. This is something that's kind of funny to me. When I look at all these forms, it's like I fill out, sometimes I fill out a visitor's pass to get onto a military base or something, just anything to do with government or anything like that. Wherever I'm at when it comes to that type of stuff, you always see, select your gender. It, to me, it always just shows male and female. It never shows other because they they don't actually believe what they're saying. You have all these government places that try to push this stuff, but they won't actually change this stuff because they know it's it's crap. They just say it to to what I call, um, what's the right word, just basically give their base what, or what they want to hear. Basically just, you know, allow them to feel safe and that someone's sticking up for them. And that's not the case. They just put out this crap because it helps them keep votes. That's what it's all about for them. And so, Rita... Well, not going to read this part, but this is what this is talking about. It's a talk, well, I'll just read it from, you, from it real quick. It talks about equity as a term for giving some people an advantage in order to help them succeed. These are definitions, excuse me. Equality means everyone is treated the same way. And so now you have a, you have a White House that is trying to put equality in the place of equity. So let's look at it again. Equity is a term for giving some people an advantage in order to help them exceed. Exceed. Means succeed, excuse me. Equality means everyone is treated the same. But what they're actually doing is they're going to put these people on a pedestal and help them economically, socially, all these different ways. So you're, it's not actually equality. It's, pedal, it's pedaling to these bases and helping them feel safe, helping them feel like their feelings do matter because it helps them with votes. And the thing is, what's crazy to me is they do go after these bases so hard, but they make up such a small minority. And I, I don't understand why they – I mean, I know why they – go after these type of bases because it does fit in with what they believe like this is stuff that they actually believe but it's just absolute insanity how they tried to change definitions to fit what they want the thing that that gets to me about this whole thing this whole national gender strategy they talk about how they want to remove the Hyde amendment which is basically where they will allow your tax dollars to go to funding abortions which is something that has never been has always been there been there the Hyde amendment has always been there so that way your taxpayer dollars don't go to something that you don't that you don't agree with. And now that here they are, they want to remove it because they don't care what gets in the way of their agenda. They will move it out of the way. They don't care. All they care about is this stuff right here in front of you. I mean, it just goes to show to you that you pedal to these type of bases and here you are, you're talking about how we got to help. They go down, they talk about helping women and stuff like that. You're not helping women. You're literally pushing women out of the way because you're looking at how, all, you have all these sports, how they want to help let these transgenders play in sports, and you want to do all this stuff to help advance the alphabet army and their their cause. But you see that there's no women that can still transition over to men's sports and play. You see women that get phased out because men become women, quote-unquote, not really, but makes them, you know they feel that way, and they allow them to play, and then the men dominate the women's sports. You ba- you're basically phasing out women. You're not helping them. You're phasing them out. Because you're peddling to a base. So if you're a woman and you actually believe they're for you, they're not for you. If they were actually for you and they were actually for helping women at all, they would make sure these people aren't allowed to go into your bathrooms. They would make sure these people aren't allowed to play in your sports. 
and they would help women that actually need help, like the women that were in Afghanistan that are now being mistreated by the groups that are over there because they don't believe in women's rights. But this just goes to show they don't actually care about women's rights. They care about votes. They care about pandering to these groups. And so, I mean, here you are, and you now have them advancing a strategy, and they don't want you to know about it. They're putting together all these all these groups and these these. I mean, all these types of groups just to help advance this type of stuff, and they're doing it in the you know afternoons, middle of the night when you're not paying attention after the week's already over with, when people don't normally do this type of stuff, and they do it because they don't want you to see it. They don't want their actions in the light; they want it in darkness, and that's why they always say democracy dies in darkness. And so, here you are, and you have a group that is continuing to push this type of stuff, and it's just absolute insanity. And here's, I'm going to give you a quick story. I don't know how many people have seen it. If you kept up with the news at all, you probably would have seen it. Well, if you keep up with conservative media at all, let me, let me say that. Because if you're keeping up with the, the mainstream media, you obviously will not see this. But in Loudoun County, we already talked about this a little bit. I don't think we went into a full depth of the story. But in Loudoun County, Virginia, where this is playing a big factor in this governor, governor's race up there as well, you have a student, a girl, who was in the bathroom at this school. And in Loudoun County, Virginia, obviously big Democrat area, blue area up there, just near up there near Washington and all that type of stuff. You have these places that allow transgenders to go to the same bathroom as the girls or wherever they feel like they fit in, play sports together, all that type of crap. And you have a girl up there who was raped by a transgender in the bathroom because they allowed a male who identified as a female to be able to come in the bathroom and he raped her and now you have the father who comes to a school board meeting who's outraged as he obviously should because the school tried to bury the story but then he comes to the school board meeting and because he his emotions obviously anybody in this situation their emotions would get the better of him and they obviously have him arrested they take him away they were trying to basically bury him because they didn't want the story the story getting out and this is when the whole, at the time, the domestic terrorism of parents coming to school board meetings came out because they wanted this stuff to be nipped in the bud. They didn't want this type of stuff happening. And come to find out, we just got proof today from one of the judges there and from the investigators and stuff up in that area have now said that they do have enough information when it comes to that situation to find out that she was confirmed it w- that she was raped. And then come to find out that same student did it to another girl on the same campus, same there, and you don't hear anything about this story because it goes completely against their agenda of helping pander to the alphabet army and what they want. And it's all for just some votes and pandering to the mentally insane in this country. And it's just absolutely sickening when it comes down to it. And right now we're still waiting to see what's going to happen happen with the father, obviously. The school, has, the school board, obviously, principal and all that comes out. The... Oh, we didn't know about this type of stuff. You know, this is, we can't believe this type of stuff happened in, on our watch. All the, you know, run around just to help make themselves look like they weren't personally responsible for it. But anyways, going back, so you see them trying to advance this type of stuff. Then you have, still in that same story, you have, like I said, you had the, the National School Board send a letter to the DOJ want them to classify parents as domestic terrorists. The DOJ happily obliged at the time. Until it was obviously called into question. And then all of a sudden, you see, after so much outrage from everybody around the country, from parents all over the country, coming to school boards even more upset, even more angry, even more with a point to prove. 
you see the National School Board reverse course. You see the DOJ looking to reverse course when it comes to the domestic terrorist policy of parents going to school board meetings because we had enough people that stood up to them and pushed back. And that's why I'm bringing this up because people need to understand there's still stuff we can do. There's still a way to push back. There's st- Your voice still matters when it comes to this stuff because if you stand up loud enough and push back against this type of craziness, we can still win. It's shown time and time again we can still win. We can't get scared of these people. They're going to continue to come after us and continue to try and scare us. There's going to be tax- tactics they're going to use all along the way to try to screw us over and try to put us down. But we have to stand up to these people because, like I said, this isn't just a – and I'm not talking about just the LGBTQT group, whatever they are, the Alphabet Army. I'm talking about the Democrat Party as a whole. They're going to try to use scare tactics, but we have to stand up to them and their mentally insane policies that they have got to push back against them. And it can be done. We've seen it here. They've reversed course on this stuff. We have to get them to reverse course on a lot of the stuff they're doing, and it's not going to be easy. It's going to be messy. There's going to have to. There's going to be stuff that's going to happen along the way. We have to remain in the fight. We can't get scared. We can't back down. And that's why I have this. That's why I do this. People need to know what's going on, so you can also hear the good stuff that comes from the bad stuff. In the end, that we know that there is still a way to fight back against this group. That it's not over. It's not over by any means. We have plenty of stuff that we can fight back against them with. And we have to be able to use it. We have to continue to use our voice, continue to spread the word that stuff can change. And it definitely can. So that's just the first story. Moving on from there, like I said, we were talking about their Build Back Better agenda. I call it the globalist agenda because it goes in line with all what the globalists want. I'll get into that. I'm actually going to break that down one day for everybody so they can understand what I mean by that. Because there's a bigger story when it comes to all that stuff that's underlying underlying there when it comes to that but looking at this 3.5 trillion dollar reconciliation bill we're seeing that well it was 3.5 trillion dollars now they're down to biden saying 2 trillion where he's trying to push it in these different areas show talk about how great it is how you're going to get free child care how you're going to get paid leave how you're going to get all this different type of government handouts and they have got it down to two trillion now because you have two Democrats and Joe Manchin and Christian Cinema that have said that they will not go any higher than well Joe Manchin has said one point five trillion. We haven't heard what Cinema's number is, but obviously it seems like we're trending towards them being able to find a deal. And I hate to say it, but it's just that's the way it's looking, at least to me. And there is still some stuff that can mess it up along the way. There's obviously nothing close to set in stone because there's a lot of details that obviously have to be worked out. And we've heard that from Manchin himself. Because you're looking at here, he's still worried about Medicare expansion, and that's something that Bernie said that, that he would not go like move this package along without, because obviously he's kind of ticked off because he originally wanted six and a half trillion for this, and now he's got it. They got it down all the way to almost one point five trillion at this point. So he's obviously not a, not happy about it. But they also got some contingencies when it comes to this and what they want to do if they don't get the price tag that they want, which obviously they're not going to because. The highest you probably will get is $1.75 trillion, I think. I think you'll probably see a compromise between Manchin and, and the Democrats. But anyways, I think that deal is inevitable. I think we're getting to that point where we're seeing that. And it seems like there is going to be some stuff like cinema doesn't want certain tax hikes on some, some areas. But it seems like they're going to try to find it in others. Like they're now talking about taxing your uh, your capital gains and that type of stuff. I mean, there's just, they're going to tax whatever they can possibly find. Um so it just seems like they are getting close to a deal, and it absolutely is terrible because this is a total socialist deal, and it is just all about bigger government. They can monitor your bank accounts now. They can 
I mean, obviously, you get get this type of handouts, and obviously, there's going to be some stuff that goes along with it. So, they're going to make sure that that they're in your pocket and that they can control you and they can monitor what you do. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's all about control. So it's just going to be interesting to see what happens here. Like I said, going back to Bernie and Manchin. Manchin says that he's not on board when it comes to the Medicare expansion because he wants Medicare to be, I guess you'd say, that they want to make, he wants to make things right when it comes to it. Because right now it's kind of struggling. They're having uh, low low funding when it comes to that. And they're just having some trouble with it already. But then you try to broaden it and make it more expansive to, you know, a larger group of people. And you run the risk of absolutely just destroying the system as a whole. So, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. It's just an absolute madness when it comes to the situation. You, It feels like we're seeing something new every single day. One day it feels like, oh, they got a deal. Then the next day it feels like they don't have a deal. And that's just how politics goes. And that's why I don't... I don't want to constantly keep throwing it at y'all because we don't we don't know. But from right now, where it looks, how it goes over the last couple of days, I'm kind of seeing a consistent trend of this looking like they're actually going to find a deal. And right now, they're trying to figure out this deal before Biden goes overseas for one of his for one of his meetings things that he's having. So uh, they're looking to have one. And Manchin said it's possible that they have the framework done. So that's what I'm saying. He's even saying that they got the possible framework. They could have the possible framework done. So. I'm thinking that they he if he feels like they got something they probably are very close to something, so I think you'll see this deal's framework at least be done and then if that's the case and they work out the details you could probably see this being rammed through I would say by probably December maybe January whenever that you know whenever that goes around maybe even possibly late November uh, so just sometime soon because I mean they're going to try to do this get this done quick before they go on recess and. All the, all the type of stuff that goes in with them because, I mean, it just seems like they'd rather leave than work and they're just trying to hurry up and get it done. I mean, because they got two, I think the bill was 2,500 pages plus when it comes to this. You can't tell me that everyone's read every single page of that bill. There's going to be stuff in there that we won't know about for years. I mean, it's just absolute madness, but they're just going to try to hurry up, throw stuff together, say that they got a deal done. They'll go spout that this deal is going to change Americans' lives. Yeah, it's going to change Americans' lives. Everything you pay for is going to continue to rise. We're going to have higher inflation. I mean, you're going to continue to see gas prices continue to rise. But they're so insistent on passing gender gender acts, and they're so insistent on passing these types of acts, giving you handouts. But they don't want to deal with the rising costs. They don't want to deal with the fact that we have China and Russia that are talking together now about military uh, military training. I mean, you've got all this different stuff that's happening that actually needs real attention, but you have them worried about appealing, appeasing the alphabet the alphabet group over here, and then you got this crap right here where they're trying to ram through, giving, making sure you have free child care and making sure that you can go on paid leave for months and months. They were talking about 12 weeks of, of leave just for having a child. I mean... From a, from a male's perspective, talking about the father of the family, that's absolute insanity to me. I mean, I understand wanting to bond with your child. And all that. I've, I mean, you can bond a lot, a lot sooner than that. That just sounds like three months of just straight paid vacation to me. I mean, it's just absolute insanity. And it's just, a, like I said, if you show anybody three free months once someone has a baby, obviously they're going to take that. So it's just about appealing to people, trying to buy their votes. That's what this is all about, and that's what they're going to continue to do. But Moving on from there, we haven't talked about COVID too much lately because obviously COVID cases are continuing to die down. We've seen numbers continue to drop in different areas. Some are still up a little bit, not too bad. But one that has completely just fell off the map and no one wants to talk about is Florida. 
Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, has been constantly criticized and criticized and criticized for his handling of COVID and how he doesn't, they don't allow vaccine mandates there and how they haven't been shut down since, I would say, August of last year. And they've continued just to go about their lives and live free and normal. And they have absolutely hammered him when they've had spikes in Florida. And then when it drops considerably, where now Florida is dead last in the country when it comes to COVID, you're now seeing it where no one wants to talk about it. No one wants to give him any credit because it doesn't fit their narrative. It doesn't fit their agenda. It doesn't go along with the vaccine mandate agenda. It doesn't go along with any of that. And no one wants to talk about it. But here you have Ron DeSantis who continually shows that freedom and choice when it comes to this vaccine and taking it or mask, anything like that. It's just a personal choice. And if you do it the right way, you can continue to see cases drop. People develop natural immunity. People continue to move on with their lives and not have restrictions over what they do. And you got to applaud DeSantis. He's shown there's a way to fight back against this type of stuff. And now you're seeing other governors do the same thing. Anything that he's done, you've seen Greg Abbott pretty much do in Texas pretty much right off the bat. And now it seems like they're kind of working very similarly in how their mindsets are. You see Texas where they passed a bill where they wouldn't allow businesses, private industry to place these mandates on people that the Biden administration want to use where the hundred or more by the OSHA and you know, where they want to be able to force you to get the vaccine if you have a hundred or more people. And he, they've outlawed that in Texas. They've now done it in Florida. Alabama just joined that group. So you're seeing some of these groups here. I mean, you're seeing these guys continue just to work and show that freedom can still be one when it comes to this type of stuff and continue to push back against the federal government's intrusive mandates that they continue to throw out there. But it's hilarious because the same time that no one wants to talk about Ron DeSantis and give him credit, his biggest critic is getting absolutely hammered right now when you look at Fauci and what's been going on with him. Because we obviously have seen him flip-flop on just about everything that he's talked about. And he's hammered DeSantis and said that DeSantis was being reckless and going to cause plenty of lives to be lost. And here we are finding out Fauci has continued to lie, even when he's been under oath. We found out that he lied about gain-of-function uh, gain research and all this type of stuff uh, when it comes to that, when his NIH and what he works for. And he's lied about it under oath. We now have seen that was obviously lying about that and then we also come to find out that here he is with his research that they've been doing at these different funding areas that they have these funded areas he knows about this type of stuff because a lot of this stuff has to go through him stuff that's been approved by him we see where they're now using animals and their treat their their i would say experiments that they're doing and they have an example i mean you can go look it up for yourself they're using dogs and they're basically ripping out their vocal cords where they can't scream or I guess you said cry or anything like that and having flies basically attack them so they can be infected and test these animals when it comes to these type of viruses. I mean they're doing all types of absolute crazy stuff that he doesn't want to talk about but we're seeing from emails that have come out at the beginning of this year where he obviously knew about this stuff but he's lied about it under oath and then we've seen where the reports came out that obviously he knew about the gain of function research and he lied about that to Rand Paul when he was under oath, when he was under oath there at a at a uh, Senate hearing, 
And then, I mean, it's just absolutely insane. They continue to tell us that we are so wrong on what we do. We've done this, we've done that, but they continue just to do whatever they want with no consequences. And he, obviously, this stuff's been going on. They got this trending all over Twitter and everywhere else. Arrest Fauci, but he's still in he's still in his position of power that he does have. And it's just, I mean, it's just because he's their face when it comes to COVID. Now you fire him, it makes them look bad. So. You could possibly see a phasing out when it comes to him. You could see them say, okay, well, we don't really want him out there being our face anymore. And you could see him slowly come out of the limelight. They don't do really much interviews with him anymore because this is a really bad look for him. And if he was smart, he would resign, but obviously he's not smart. Nothing's going to make him resign. He likes his position of power that he has now because he's not a – at this point, he's not a scientist. He's not a doctor. He's none of that. At this point, he is a straight-up politician that just peddles for the Democrat gov- government that we have now. Um, it's just it's just absolute insanity when it comes to him. He continues to bash everyone else for decisions they make, but he continues to allow stuff to go on go on under his under his watch over what he has, and it's just absolutely crazy. Him, he was DeSantis' biggest critic, but here DeSantis is continually showing that what he has done is right, and it makes him it makes Fauci look stupid because it looks like a governor has known more than the quote unquote scientists that they keep saying that they are oh follow the science, follow the science, but then obviously you tell us to do something and it doesn't work oh you only need you only need one shot, oh now you need two shots now you need three oh you need two masks now you need three masks now it's just absolute insanity they don't know what they're talking about they just pedal to whatever they need to and just a pander to whatever they need to to be able to buy votes to be able to keep people brainwashed and so they can continue to get what we want and get what they want. But like I said, we've obviously seen, and I want to hammer this point home before we close up real quick, about where we saw the National School Board and the DOJ look like they're reversing course on their domestic terrorist policy where they were talking about charging parents as or labeling them as domestic terrorists when they come to these school board meetings and rail against the school board. And we saw them change course because there was enough pushback against that type of stuff. We have to continue to push back against these people and their absolute insanity that they continue to push out there and they continue to throw out there because they're going to continue because they feel like that they can continue to wear us down and get us to compromise that they've won. And they will. If we compromise, they do win, but we can't compromise. We have to continue to push back against them as much as possible, as strong as possible, be as loud as possible. We have to be as louder than what they are because they are a loud group. we got to be louder. So, And we've obviously seen now that is definitely possible, so we got to continue on that path. But. That's all I got for you today in this avenue. That is, This is the political podcast, like I said. If you want more information, breaking news, politics, anything like that, you want the sports po- podcast, make sure you go check that out. Make sure you like, subscribe to us, make sure you share this stuff so we can continue to grow and get the information out to more people so they can know this type of stuff because you're not going to get this type of talk through the mainstream media, the type of news through the mainstream media that you get here because we're actually giving you real stuff that people are not going to tell you because we want you to actually have the facts and not just a narrative. So with that said, though, thank you for joining us today. We will have our next podcast Thursday. We will have politics along with that one. And then uh, we'll obviously have the sports on Thursday as well. And then we'll have our college football preview and prediction show on Saturday. So if you like sports, make sure you go check us out there as well. And with that said, like, thank you for joining us today, and we will see you in the next one.